Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still the only legal podcast. My name is Tim Elliott. Logical is brought to you by the Dubai-based legal firm HPL, Yamalaba and Pleska. And as always, I'm with the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalaba. Great to see you. Great to see you too, Tim. This time, Ludmilla, it's a topic we've really... We've really only discussed this in passing on Logical. We've talked at great length about the courts in Dubai, in particular, the court system, the courts in Abu Dhabi, the ways in which those different systems function. But we've never really considered the courts in Ras al Khaimah. Now, Ras al Khaimah is a smaller emirate. It's just north of Dubai. For anybody listening who's not sure, it's, uh, the city of Ras al Khaimah is a busy city. It's home to REC Economic Zone, RECES, Ras al Khaimah Economic Zone, offers a number of economic activity licenses. I had my license from there for a while. It's also uh, another zone that helps to connect investors with international markets. Um, RAC hosts the headquarters of a global ceramics manufacturer, RAC Ceramics. Gulf Pharmaceutical Industries is based there. Rasselheimer is a popular tourism destination. My point really is there's a lot going on. And I guess, Ludmilla, where there's economic activity, there's a thriving legal system as well. Well, indeed. I mean, Iraq is just one of the emirates uh, in the UAE, and perhaps it's less known to the outside world, but to uh, all of us who live in the UAE, it's uh, quite well known for a number of reasons. Many people like to go to Iraq over the weekend. It, uh, it, it's sort of famed for its beautiful beaches and waters, and it's a lot uh, kind of more laid back and um, uh, more perhaps uh, sort of nature focused. And um, so a lot of the, the, the UAE residents, and particularly Dubaians, if you will, like to uh, to escape for weekends um, to Iraq. A number of people actually even own villas and uh, and properties in Iraq as their kind of weekend getaways, people who live here. Uh, so, and then also a lot of people, interestingly enough, a lot of foreigners actually own places in Iraq uh, and uh, they live outside. Uh, they're not based in the UAE and they just really have these, their kind of little vacation getaways. Uh, and again, because for all those reasons, because it's a sort of a, it's a, I don't want to call it a sleepy emirate, but it's more laid back, it's less populous, it's less hectic, but it's water-wise and weather-wise and so the desert-wise, it's, uh, it's, it's quite beautiful and, uh, and a lot of people like that. And so it provides for a nice, uh, nice place to um, uh, have a vacation home for all those who don't live in the UAE as well. And we have a number of clients who actually owned properties uh, in Iraq and they just come visit every so often. And what also makes um, and makes that kind of investment uh, a more a, a fairly practical uh, and uh, attractive investment is that a lot of these uh, properties, most of the properties are located in communities. So it's not that you just have a standalone villa or, or apartment and you don't know how to look after it when you're outside the country, but because they're all part of they're in these freehold areas um, that tend to almost all be uh, managed by a common management company and uh, be part of a, some sort of a gated community, which uh, allows for a, a kind of a, a more um, a safer investment. So if you don't live here, you always have somebody else looking after your community. Uh, so that's so Iraq for that reason is obviously very very popular, and um, also it's popular with uh, tourists as well. And I know there's a lot of uh, 
uh, travel companies that bring tourists directly into Iraq. And um, there's also there's an airport in Iraq as well. And there was an airline that flew uh, at least before Corona. So it, it's still an emirate that definitely wants to continue to develop its tourism. But on top of that, it also has um, businesses, Iraq Ceramic being, being one and there are a number of other kind of bigger businesses. Um, so it still has a business community as well. Uh, so it's an emirate, you know, it's our neighbor emirate. And many of us go there regularly. So uh, it's just not one that we necessarily hear very much about in kind of the international news. Well, let's concentrate on Rasakema for, for this podcast then. And, but I want to move on to the court system uh, in the emirate because that's the... Those are the bones of what we want to get to. Dubai has its own system. We know Abu Dhabi, of course, has its own system. Uh, and Ras al-Khaimah has its own legal system, court uh, system. But how different is it in Rack? Well, uh, to, to your point, and that's a, a great comment, is that um, unlike uh, what many may believe, the UAE, although geographically it's a small country, uh, from a court standpoint, a judicial standpoint, we have multiple uh, judicial systems. And so Dubai has always had its own court system. And that was agreed upon uh, when the UAE came to be as, as a country. There was an option for Emirates to either have their own, carve out their own judicial system or be part of the federal judicial system. And so at, at that time, in fact, at the very beginning, Dubai carved out from the outset to have its own judicial system, i.e. to have its own courts and not be part of the federal courts. And Iraq, by the way, was also one of the few emirates at the time that did the same. So it was Dubai and Iraq that had their own court systems away from the federal court system. And only a few years ago, then Abu Dhabi also carved out from the federal system. And it, so now it has its own court system. And the federal court system ultimately is actually, the, the, at least the federal Supreme Court is based in Abu Dhabi. So Abu Dhabi has an interesting dynamic. It kind of has both the courts sitting uh, geographically in the city of Abu Dhabi. Uh, but Iraq, uh, uh, just as Dubai, uh, have always had their own court systems. And so they're different in the sense that they are not subject to the federal Supreme Court. So they have whatever in, in both Dubai and Abu Dhabi, in, in Iraq, you have, because it's a civil law system, you have three levels of, of courts. So you have the Court of First Instance, Court of Appeal, and Court of Cassation. So the Iraq Court of Cassation is its basically Supreme Court. You cannot appeal the Iraq. Uh, court of cassation judgment to any federal or any higher court because it is it's it's you know, its own supreme court sits within rack uh, obviously unless it's a issue of like a state security but that goes these are different courts that address these issues uh, so, um, but but in, why uh, we thought rack is an interesting topic to talk about right now is that. Um, we know that the UAE has made a lot of legislative changes over the last several years, in particular over the last year, but so has RAC uh, for the reasons we mentioned earlier, which is it still has a fairly dynamic and vibrant tourism and, and business culture uh, and the real estate and investment culture. So it obviously wants to kind of grow with the times <laughs> along with, uh, you know, with other perhaps more kind of uh, developed emirates such as Dubai. Uh, so, um, uh, recently, Iraq uh, Crown Prince has issued a number of uh, decrees setting up different types of courts within its own court system. And so, for the purposes, and, and again, it's still with the same uh, same goal of making um, not just you know, the emirate more, more business friendly, more attractive to investors and, and visitors and residents. 
Uh, and so there have been, there are different courts that have been set up uh, as part of that initiative. Um, there is, uh, for the purpose of this podcast, there is three categories of courts which are most interesting. And one is the one day court, and then there's the one session court, and then there's the small claims courts. Uh, so these are the, the three types of courts that have been uh, set up between 2017 and 2019, so quite recently, uh, and that's sort of the, the subject of today's discussion. Well, let's get straight to those then. Uh, and I guess we start with the one day court function, how that works. Yes, yeah, so the one day court was uh, formed just by, by Crown Prince of Rack and the chairman of Judicial Council just in 2017. And, you know, back then, the one day court had jurisdiction over smaller claims, civil and commercial claims, but of no more than 20,000 dirhams. Uh, a few years later, just I think 2019, it expanded its jurisdiction to include um, uh, cases against civil and commercial, but for claims value of up to 500,000 dirhams. So that's quite a significant jump from 20,000 dirhams to 500,000 dirhams. And it's a positive one because, again, the goal here is to resolve disputes in one in one day. Uh, so before it was limited to smaller claims. Now it's up to 500,000 dirhams, which makes, uh, I guess, access to justice, at least theoretically, more accessible. Uh, and then in the cases that are, regist are registered directly before the one-day court, and then uh, after that, uh, as part of the, the process, it's, there'll be a, a court hearings that's set up, uh, and everything is done electronically, which is in line with just overall UAE judicial practice today. Every, more and more uh, government services, including court services, are moving electronically, same thing in Iraq. And then the judgments are issued by the judges on the same day of registering the case. And uh, after hearing the parties and considering based on their defense, the judgment will be issued in that one day. So in theory, how or in practice, how quickly uh, judgments are issued sort of is, is what we're seeing right now. But that's the goal. And um, once there is a, a judgment, then the uh, executive formula will be issued, and that's just a judicial tool by which it's uh, sort of the, the, the order is issued. Uh, and then after that, uh, that's basically now you have a court judgment that then you can that can become enforceable, uh, and then you can move it to to execution or enforcement judge and start enforcing the the judgment. Uh, so all in all, within just a matter of a few days, you might have an enforceable judgment. So that's the one day court. Well, how is that different from the one session court? Is the one session court a condensed version of the one day court? Uh, yes, basically, it's it's a more okay. condensed version, and uh, they can also hear uh, claims up to five hundred thousand uh, dirhams, and also civil and commercial, and um, and so the cases when the cases are registered there, it's it's like a one session. It's not even a trial so much, right? So, uh, cases can be registered and immediately then prepared and referred to the court by the case management office. So it's like a, I guess a more simplified cases uh, that should not actually require. Uh, much of sort of deliberation, and then the judge basically will issue the judgment on the first hearing, and then but then it can also be appealed uh, before the court of appeals, um, and you know as, as per all the other laws. Uh, so I guess in theory, it's just that it's it's a more expedited and more condensed version of the one day court. Okay, and there is also you mentioned a few moments ago the small claims court that was set up. Very welcome, I would guess. Uh, yes, and that and this is a truly a small claims courts, and it was just issued in 2019 by 
the Judicial Council, uh, again by Crown Prince Iraq. Uh, and um, uh, in, you know, for those who are interested, it's by virtue of resolution number 56 of 2019, establishing specifically small claims courts in Ras al of the first instance court. Uh, these, this particular court has jurisdiction over, again, civil and commercial matters, but claims must not exceed uh, 5,000 dirhams. So if the uh, one-day court is up to 500,000 dirhams, this is truly a small claims court, which is only 5,000 dirhams. And then in the judgments, once it's issued, it becomes final and enforceable uh, within a maximum of 30 days. Uh, so um, that's an interesting uh, option or tool, uh, which, by the way, doesn't exist and still in many other Emirates, including Dubai. We don't really have a specialized small claims court like that uh, here. Uh, so um, another sort of interesting aspect of, of RAC is, uh, and uh, this is becoming more of a practice in other Emirates, is that all these judgments of the courts are published on the RAC courts uh, judgments or courts websites. So there's a RAC court website and there's judgment section there. So a lot of these judgments are uh, are visible. And in, in, if you actually kind of look through the judgments, it appears that many of them uh, end up basically in settlement and uh, they kind of get settled kind of uh, quickly after they're filed. Uh, and that's, you know, and that's an interesting kind of also development because the idea here is to uh, encourage judges to, uh, to resolve cases much faster uh, than, you know, the, from, a, from a traditional protracted uh, litigation path. Um, so that's that. So you know, all, overall, all in all, Iraq is, has made some quite interesting advances in its uh, court practice. And uh, you know, if, if you ask me, I think it's for the benefit of the residents and uh, just kind of the Iraq economy because it does give people sort of more access and more accessible uh, option to, uh, to basically pursue their rights. That's another episode of Logical, the uh, wheels of commerce turning in the court system in the bustling emirate of Ras al-Khaimah, which is just north of Dubai. As ever, our legal expert here on Logical, Ludmila Yamalova, managing partner at Yamalova and Pleska in JLT. Uh, thank you once again. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. You can find us on LY Law on social media, TikTok, Facebook. Instagram. Uh, we've also now got an easy to search library of podcasts on all manner of legal issues. And there are hundreds of them that are all free to listen to. To have your legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or to have a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, click the contact button at lylawyers.com.